Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I guess I haven't really been following up with it. I saw the picture of the gyro or gyro, whichever pronunciation you prefer, and it offended me that so many people didn't know what that was. Are you serious? I didn't even. I, I kind of skipped that part because it wasn't yeah. directly related to the. Zimbabwe In my post, discussion. I said. Knowledge of pita-based sandwiches is mandatory for participation in this forum. <laughs> so you better figure it out or I'm going to ban you. You know what you need to do, Dave? Post a picture of a shawarma and everyone is required to say, what is this? Yeah, they have to private message me. <laughs> no cheating. It's delicious. Man, I love shawarmas. Do they have shawarma? Is there a shawarma place near you in the in the Brooklyn? Uh... I mean, there's one near my work. It's okay. I, it's nowhere near um, Sods. Really? I would have or, thought that the Arab American influence in New York would be much heavier than Philadelphia. One would think, but maybe I've just become so used to Sods that that's the kind I like. Because uh, the yeah. shawarmas here are totally different. First off, I'm a big fan of them creamy sauces. We've talked about this before eons ago, many podcasts ago. <laughs> We talked about sods and the tzatziki sauce, which might be what it is, but I can never remember. With some kind of it's yogurt like, sauce. It's like, it yeah, like really. It doesn't matter. Yogurty, thick white sauce that I spread all over my face. Just call it good sauce. all over my face. <laughs> Man. It's a sauce that's going to bring righteousness to the world. Just there, there is this burger place across the street from my office. And uh, Saturday, I went there for lunch. They make a mean burger. Uh-oh. Like. I'm not a person who determines quality very well in food. I kind of just shovel whatever is in front of me and into my face and call it even. Um, but their burgers are off the hook. <laughs> and like to add, you know, any good burger place, any burger place worth its salt, is going to have milkshakes. So I got a milkshake. And it was a chocolate malted milkshake, which was very good. But it was topped with melted mushroom or the melted marshmallows so there was like insane a marshmallow goo on top of the milkshake and then the burger it was just like the meat was so good and the how do you even top it with melted marshmallow i'm intrigued I, i don't even know how you would melt marshmallow but it was marshmallow in sort of a semi solid state that you could drink it and, or you could sort of like mix it in with the milkshake. Oh man, I was feeling it. And it was a bacon. Dude, we're gonna I, have to it, go there. I'm coming yeah. to New York sometime soon, and we're okay, going. Okay, come, there. come right now, cause I want one. <laughs> you <laughs> could be here way. in two and a half hours. They'll probably still be open. There's a bar, like it's also a bar, so the bar will still be open. We'll get the hamburgers. It'll be good. Everything will be good. What are, What are we talking about besides uh, chocolate oh, malted milk marshmallow? But I didn't milkshake. finish. They have like, it's a bacon, egg and cheddar burger sort of egg. But the, well, the egg, it's an egg mayonnaise, and that's the condiment for the burger. Doesn't really mayonnaise good. always include egg though? Well, yes, but I guess what this it is, is um, this is more eggy than usual mayonnaise. I'll never forget back when I used to work for the Palladium, and I would have those like crazy hours, and I'd be up to like three or four in the morning. I watched like a lot of infomercials. And they had one that I loved, and I saw it many times, for the Thunderstick, which was not a sexual aid. Um, but it – well, I mean, maybe in a pinch. But it was just like – it was just a – it 
it was a beater, but it just had a really long arm. And they were like, think of all the things you can make with this. And they showed how to make mayonnaise. And all they did is they poured like a quart of oil into a cup and then threw like six eggs in it and then stirred it up. And I was like, oh, oh my God. I had no idea. Mayonnaise is truly the grossest thing. Oh man, but I love it. I just don't want to know what goes into it. Yes, it is quite disgusting. Though I think I've grown out of the days where I would make like the most bootleg sandwiches ever of like turkey roll with like mayonnaise on a piece of bread like i'm over the smearing mayonnaise on a sandwich stage i think or like liverwurst we'll make like a liverwurst and mayonnaise sandwich yeah no those are two right. terrible things liverwurst and mayonnaise liverwurst is good you don't even know i do know it's bad no Real i think bad. you're wrong i mean i don't like a lot of liver things but i like liverwurst can't handle it it's all pasty mm. <laughs> spread <laughs> <laughs> I don't anyway. think anything that can be called a spread should also have a condiment. That just seems should wrong. also be made of meat. Yeah, <laughs> meat isn't meant to be spread onto things. Maybe like pate. Oh well, pate is pretty much liver. It is it's liver. It's just a goose's liver. <laughs> That's that crazy. Thing's been force fed. Is liver the only? Where's like a ham spread? Or have we reached the 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 point technologically as a race? Or we can put ham in a plastic bottle and just squeeze it onto things. I hope we never reach that point morally. <laughs> well, I think that's really more a question we need, of That's ethics. what we need the government to be banning. Screw stem cell research. We need to put a stop yeah. to putting meat in tubes. <laughs> Those astronauts are going to ruin the world. But they already did it with the cookie dough, and that worked out pretty good. That's, cookie dough is already that way. It's like there's an animal growing out there that you can just like steak. scoop its flesh off. It's that like, would be funny if you just put ever. the animal in the tube. Yeah. Like a caulk gun. Just, just spray it in your squeeze mouth. Squeeze it oh. onto a sandwich. I'm weatherizing my intestines. Seriously, yeah. this is going to be here I for like 40 years. you could just put it along your baseboards. I don't think you can actually digest this, but it's delicious. Mm, so good. All right. But anyway, 0091, Destiny Girl Forever. Yes. I don't know, Joel. Also known as, you're sticking me up in my in my machine gun boob. <laughs> it's like, don't move or I'll shoot. Don't move or I'll shoot. It's a Mexican, it's a like Mexican a cold booby day. standoff. Huh? That's how you know that she's like a secret agent. It's like 90 degrees outside, and her nipples are poking through her shirt. You're like, ha and that's when you pull your pistol out. It's at that you're part of the Eastern Bloc, so you have crappy guns, and all the and Western Bloc people idiot. have lasers. Yeah. I love it. So I read the uh, – in order to you know sort of be slightly more informed and not to attribute this show to Osamu Tezuka because I want to attribute all old-looking cartoon styles to him. Yeah. Uh, I went and read the Anime News Network uh, article about this. And the guy actually took the time to explain that it was written during the Cold War. Was it? Yeah. Because there's I, no way I would have been able to yeah. figure that out from context. I was shocked. I thought it was just, like, really behind the times. Yeah. It's like, guys, I mean, I know you're sort of isolated in Japan, but that one's kind of over. We won. <laughs> Well, maybe They're we like, won. What? Now there's a KGB guy in the freaking Kremlin. 
Oh, but oh yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's well, just as long as it simmers under the surface like that. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, it's not even veiled. Why do you need to explain that? The two sides are called the Eastern and Western Block. And then everybody Maybe they else. We're talking about all the Eastern. constituent countries are letters of the alphabet. Canada, Sector Eastern. C, Country C, or Sector Z. I don't even know. Sector Z. That was that terrible Nintendo game. I think it was flying around in space. Yes. You think you couldn't make a bad game on the Nintendo about flying around in space? Yeah. Well, they did. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I picked this one because I feel like it, I felt like it would be a refresher, give us a little breather, and then we go into something else. I don't know. I'm also having trouble finding my AD Police DVD. Oh come on! Like it's around here somewhere. Just gotta figure it out. And I didn't. I felt like it's too soon to do Crash. Yeah. So I wanted to do AD Police. So I figured we could do this. This was one of the the last things sent to us by the late Chris Orr. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Possibly consumed by a hurricane of karaoke and beer. Because he knows how to generate it by up. himself. <laughs> yeah. He uh, self immolated yeah. by the power of his song and it's alcohol true. content. Once he started singing Jet's Greatest Hits, it was all over. Yeah, I know. He's <clears throat> so, I don't know. I figured, we, I was always said, I was like, this is, we got a screener. This is a screener DVD. It's not even like it was at the time. It wasn't even out. So I was like, we'll watch this and we'll talk about it. It'll be crazy. Remember Double Gomez? He was crazy. Yeah. Um, less crazy in this episode <laughs> until the end. I feel like the last episode heightened it. They ratcheted it up. But before that, I feel like it was kind of weak. Well, I mean, they went for a lot of like really over-the-top melodrama, which uh, was just bad. Like when the... <laughs> The sea, the the harbor town episode where they discover that this woman is smuggling intelligence out of the country in a child's toy, and the kid gets all pissed off because all grown ups lie to him. Yeah. And then the grandfather is like sobbing and like trying to rend his clothing and shouting, "I'll make it up to you." You're just like you guys are freaking cartoons. This is dumb. I don't know. Um. It's the, same, the exact same thing that happened with Iria, where the kid's like, you can stay the night, but unfortunately, you'll have to sleep in my bed. Wink, wink. And I was like, come on, lady. Get wise to it. He's trying to cop a feel. It's a little seven-year-old pervert. He doesn't miss his mom. <laughs> Who, like, conspicuously visits him all the time. The fake mom? That's just an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, it's like I can't. I hope today's the day my mom shows up and gives me uh, government intelligence to sneak across the border. Yeah, I love it how what? it's like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my mommy liked to drink, and then one day she died. But now this new woman, you know, she's my new mommy, or at least that's what she tells me to call her, as she's giving me stuff to put in the harbor. And I'm like, hey, Grandpa, you're a bad person for letting this happen. Yeah. But he's like, you have to forgive me. I'm too stupid. <laughs> he was like, I lost all my money on the stock market. It was a scam. They Bows said they were the president of Zimbabwe. <laughs> they said they were going to give me $700 million. I won the Nigerian lottery. <laughs> I was going to get like 400 head of cattle. 
So, like, what can you do? It sucks, dude. There's no winning. Yeah, there is no winning. But yep. then she's like, whatever, face. <laughs> and But then it's like, what happens to the kid? Nothing. I don't even yeah, care. I'm just, just glad. you in the same terrible life. Well, I, I love it. How, there's, like, these themes. I don't know. I feel like that there are, like, four themes that uh, the creator of the show thought about spies. It's like... Rule number one, fancy cars. Rule yeah. number two, laser guns. Rule number three, machine gun boobies. <laughs> Rule like number the, four. That, there's only one spy that has that. That's in this show. Well, and apparently I guess that's where he got confused. Austin Powers. But. Well, yeah, but it's like. But then rule number four was like no emotions because that everybody says that in every episode. They're always talking about how you can't have emotions. Like when she's talking to Mr. Ironheart, the savvy old spy who's helping her sneak into the Eastern Bloc yeah. and steal intelligence. That guy has the most emotions. Out of- oh, wait. Wait a minute. Are you talking about the third episode or the second episode with the old man? The old man spy? Yeah, who blows himself up. Yeah. That guy had the most emotions of any spy that didn't have emotions. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Because he's, he was just like, a looking at that wall of all, like, the test, whatever, the, the kids who were, like, test subjects for that drug, and, like, once in their life, they were allowed out for an hour to eat cookies and draw pictures, which is and sort of, like, like, really... sobbing. Yeah, he was, like, openly weeping. And then the guy comes up, and he's like, so, how's it going? He's like, I, I, what? I, these aren't tears. This is the clear blood of my enemies that... I, I stab them in the eye and then I rub their eye juices on my face because I'm crazy. And don't mess with me because I'll do it to you too. And he's like, dude, dude, I'm like a double agent or something. I'm yeah. working. I'm on your side. And it's okay. Like, oh, you? I'm, I'm crazy. also a terrible government employee. I'm just on the opposite side. It's yeah. like we can be terrible together. You have your emotions. I have my uh, undying compulsion to betray my government. I, I really wonder what makes a man turn towards the light like that. He's like, yeah, I did the thing where we tortured and tested 60 underage children for a while, and that was fun. Um, I feel like I'm getting kind of old, though. I think it's time to get out of this murder game. Well, I think that the idea was that he uh, he wasn't re- originally responsible for the research, but it doesn't really matter because that guy turned like over scion. fast. Like... like- I don't even, who vetted him because they were not like they couldn't have done a very good job it's like i'm sure he's you not heard about like, what happened to doctor etc he's like i'm not even uh he doesn't even say something like you know i still i'm doing this for the good of my country <laughs> they've went down the wrong path he's just like, <laughs> like screw these guys they gave me the crappy bathroom like key. met this secret agent in a I'm bar and he's like He's like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? The secret agent is like, well, you know, I steal intelligence from the Eastern Bloc. He's like, no way. I work for the Eastern Bloc. It's like, do you? He's like, dude, I totally got all this intelligence. I feel like th- this guy, yeah, he must have just been like like the second shift. They were like, okay, research done. Um, we don't really have a purpose for torturing and testing children. We realized that about six weeks into the trial that this drug doesn't actually do anything except cause extreme pain to children. (laughs) 
and only children. Look, I can inject it into really, myself all day. Yeah, we it also really makes them hate candy. The, the practical purpose of this drug. So, um, Barry, if you, I mean, just turn the lights out when you go. And he's like spinning around on his office chair, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a researcher. I got the whole place to myself." He's like. Like with a risky business thing, he slides into the lab <laughs> where his underpants. Well, what's even worse glasses, is like trips over the corpse of a child. <laughs> oh, we'll just oh, we'll clean that one up later. I love it how when he, when a uh, doctor I don't know Mister Ironheart is uh, describing the drug, it's like it's a drug that turns people into superpowered mutants with one very you know important side effect: death. Yeah, <laughs> and that's when I thought death does not count as a side effect. That is either like the purpose of the drug, or you don't have a drug. I don't know. I mean, I think if you like watch those herpes commercials, they're like, "Yeah, uh, could cause anal bleeding or death." What? <laughs> anal bleeding? It's like oh, you could Jesus! Die. I thought you said death. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 we didn't. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I was going to take the drug. Until you clarified that with the anal bleeding. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just really funny how he phrased it. It's like, really? You know, I might take 30 minutes of mutant superpowered madness. Yeah. Depending on, on what day you caught me on. It's like, my girlfriend just broke up with me. Shoot me up, man. Shoot me up. A lot of those kids, um, their drawings were surprisingly placid, too. Like, they were pretty low-key for the environment in which they were raised. Like, I, I guess I saw one with, like, a dinosaur. I'm pretty sure there was, uh... Well, seriously, one like... One was just, like, some balloons. I don't know. I thought they were pretty crappy. I mean, you've got... You have oh, yeah, one chance to leave but your mark the medium of children. on all of human history. Yeah. And you bring me this bullshit tree... It's like, okay, Billy, I know you're only five and a half, but this is the sole creative work of your entire you life. Yeah. So make it count. Pick all, all the crayons you want. But you better get it right. And you only get an hour. And this is also the only time in your entire life you're going to be allowed to sleep. Yeah. So choose wisely. <laughs> Stupid kid. They always sleep. That was the secret plan of the project, to make a... We're going to call the greatest artists of our time. Yeah. They're like, what the hell? This is all crappy. Well, we were testing this drug on them in the meantime. <laughs> Some guy's like, like pork on a bill. It's like, I was supposed to raise all these artists. He's like, yeah, but you were raising them. And they were just like a whole lot of time in the day where they weren't doing the art thing. <laughs> so we just thought we'd stick it with some drugs. Oh, oh man, I'm so screwed. It's like, it's like, when they try to pass a bill in like Congress, it's like, all right, this is the highway bill. Uh, but now it's the highway and... And strap on dildos for everybody, Bill. And it's like, no, oh, this bill is rejected. Oh, now no one will maintain the highways. Yes, it's just like that. It's, so even the Eastern Bloc had it had good intentions. They were just they were just foiled. But yeah, I love when they. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, 
I mean, it starts out pretty strong where she goes to Rome. And, I mean, they lay it on pretty thick at moments with the, the fan service. And uh, in the first episode, there are some strong lesbian undercurrents going on. Well, let's not forget, Joel, that in the first episode of the show, there is a lesbian... There is a... God, I forget the exact term. It was like the lesbian double cross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or it was like a triple cross. Because, like, she sleeps the... with that woman, and then the woman was trying to steal information from her, but then she stole information from the woman. Yeah. So the show, it's not exactly foreign. And it was, yeah, it was a little creepy, but it's okay because she was a robot, and she also had machine gun nipples. Yeah, I'd feel Which, really uncomfortable. And had, like, may, I can't go you back to have spider sands for that. <laughs> I can't go back enough to how much like I mean, I guess we probably mentioned this the first time, but how do you not figure that out? Well, how do you not figure out that this person you're with is a robot made of gold? <laughs> She's like, "Oh, you're I just heavy. need to get to Rome." A clang, <laughs> clang. <laughs> like even by Metal standards, gold is a very heavy one. It's also really soft. Like a yeah. uh, Mr. Ironheart says, like, it's like just because you have an indestructible body, don't think that you can't age. It's like, well, it's all right. My body's made out of gold, so you know, to soft metal, I could, I well, could I really get her tore body's up. made out of gold. I just think the the other chick was. Oh right, because they were using they they were like, how do we smuggle all this gold across the border? Okay, we're going to build a robot out of gold and then walk that <laughs> robot across the border. But what doesn't make sense is that, like, somehow at the end of the episode, she was carrying, like, or the guy or something was carrying porno mags that were also contraband. So, like, but somehow these would be able to get off across the border, but the gold would not. So I didn't really, I mean, I didn't pick up on that plot point immediately, and then I didn't bother to rewind it. I just thought it was a little weird. But, like, seriously, she's made out of gold. So she probably weighs like ten times as much as a person weighs. I think it was probably more than ten times as much. Like a bar of gold, isn't that like nearly a hundred pounds at least? I don't know. I know that in Die Hard Three, when Samuel L. Jackson is swinging that brick of gold around, um, it he would not be able to do that, according to IMDb. Google will tell me how much does a bar of gold weigh. Come on, Yahoo, get questions. A uh, bar of gold, well, this this says 27 pounds for the most well-known are the large London good delivery bars, which I assume are like the, the movie bars, which are 12 and a half kilograms. The Troy ounce, which I actually knew that there are 10 Troy ounces in a pound. Yeah. So that doesn't mean anything. I've got to do more math to figure this out. I'm gonna if there if there are ten troy ounces in an ounce, and there are sixteen ounces in a pound, this word problem is already too complex for me to figure out in my head. I can't believe those bars only weigh twenty-seven pounds. I'm actually a little disappointed. I really thought they were like I mean I guess if you have like a whole pallet like when they're stealing them in Die Hard with a Vengeance, you wouldn't be able to just walk out. But still. well, that means that twenty-seven pounds, Samuel L. Jackson would definitely be able to swing it around like that. Yeah, I think Screw so. you, IMDb. I mean, 27 pounds? I mean, if you compare, like, a gallon of milk is almost 10 pounds. 
So it really just be like holding three gallons of milk. It's not that bad. And it's a lot more wieldy than three gallons of milk. So you could definitely swing it through a car window. Now I'm imagining all those Germans trying to make off with pallets full of jugs of milk. milk. Now we have all the Americans' milk. It's too cold and arid. Maybe once we were an army with uh, once we were an army with a calcium deficiency, now it's kidney stones for everyone. <laughs> yeah, now we have to decide which lactose intolerancy oh. to buy. It hurts when I pee. <laughs> but Wait, yeah. can milk really give you kidney stones? Yeah, it's because uh, I'd like swig it out of the jug. Oh no! Oh, I mean, you have man. to drink a lot. I drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also like ice cream, so you're screwed. Yeah, you better well, hope ultrasounds take I, those I out, or you're like, gonna have to pass it, man. And that oh sucks. yeah, man. I always, I always. How come sometimes the the sonic vibrations don't work? Are just some kidney stones tougher than others? I think that they have to be of a certain size. It doesn't matter. I would like cut a hole in my body. <laughs> I'm just gonna thing stab right against my kidney, right in the bladder. It's like, wow, you managed to stab yourself right in the bladder. It's like, I know. Get everything out that you can. Possibly yeah. my whole bladder. I don't care. Seriously, I'll be into I've a heard bag it's for the like rest of my giving life. Giving birth, but you have to do it like nine times in quick succession. <laughs> uh, That's not really my scene. <laughs> the urethral torture. I never. I if anything ever hurts that bad, I'm just gonna. I'm taking myself out. I hope. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm ending it. They need to have euthanasia by then. It's like, sir, you only have kidney stones. The men behind <laughs> you have like, terminal cancer. Who are you? It's like, to just determine? shoot me up with the drugs. I want to die <laughs> with dignity. My life is miserable. <laughs> I don't want my children to walk into the bathroom as I'm sobbing from peeing all over myself. <laughs> the children in uh in Double Nine One have some pretty tough lives too. Like when they're trying to cross the border in that last episode, <laughs> and the parents are like. When we get across the border, Daddy will be allowed to write whatever he wants. And then, like, the little little baby girl before she's the secret agent, she's like, that means the police won't beat up Daddy anymore? And they're like, yes. And then her brother's like, and you're going to buy me all kinds of toys? And I would have been like, ah. <laughs> Too bad. I'm going to beat you, you up. Kid. Seriously. <laughs> the secret police have butt raped me like seven times this week and you're asking about toys uh, like, that's where I hide the papers <laughs> the microfiche yeah they picked a really bad time to cross the border I love it how they're they're crossing and then they you know they they, they bunk down in the safe house and then the guy like kicks down the door it's like a war just broke out where we are we're in the middle of it <laughs> what the crap you can nobody forecasted that well i also like i mean i'm glad that instead of developing nuclear weapons both sides managed to only develop cyborgs because they apparently are constantly actually at war it's not like you know the cold war it's really not much of a cold war with all the warring going on (laughs) this war is hot 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 like a gilbert i don't even know what that guy's last name is album sullivan i don't know Oh, wait, you're talking about Arrow? The guy from the New York Dolls. Oh, no. I was thinking of Hot Hot, like, see people jamming. Yeah, that's the see one. See people. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Arrow is the group. Yeah. Well, the, the lead singer of that group once was the lead singer of the New York Dolls. I'm pretty sure. I have to look that up before Sony CEO and Karaoke oh, Ninja dropkick me right in the now. mouth from different sides. 
Oh, 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 la, 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 soca. That's not the song. Yeah, that's a different song. It's the same group, though. <laughs> Every day should be a holiday. Aw, oh, damn it. Disambiguation page, go. Music. The arrows. What? Is that it? No. David Johansson. What? Wait, here we go. The Wikipedia will tell me. Do, do, do. This is dead air, dude. David Johansson. We're killing each other. It's totally David Johansson. But I don't... That doesn't look like the guy, though, anymore. I'm totally wrong, I think. This is embarrassing. Come on, man. More... Whoa. Holy jeez. Wow. Yeah, Buster Poindexter. That's correct. Buster Poindexter? That's totally not the same guy. He looks like him, though. That's his pseudonym. Yeah. Oh, that's hot, right. Hot, hot. New York Dolls, Buster Poindexter. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I see. It was originally recorded by Arrow. Hot, hot, hot was. And then he covered it. Not wow. cool, man. I'm glad. That's okay. Uh, oh, La Soca was a better track anyway. <laughs> oh, 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 la, 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 Soca. All right. Well, anyway, Every- now that I've sort of proved that I So the show has Robot Panthers. Not cool. Yeah. Uh, yes. But I love it how the, uh, the final episode, they're discussing her past. And it's like the cyborg council. And... They got the guy with the fake-ass Sean Connery voice. Yes! He comes out of nowhere. For He's a second. like, Mrs. Marfan. <laughs> I don't know what that impersonation was. I apologize for that. <laughs> but yeah, it is a total rip-off Sean Connery. Sean I mean, Connery I guess which makes sense, given the, the tone. Like, you know, it's a spy show. So they got to, I guess, sneak the Sean Connery thing in. Where he's like, yes, when she was a girl, <laughs> losers go home and whine about their best. Winners, fuck the prom queen. <laughs> Welcome to the rock. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> What's his voice? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a cro- It's like you're doing the... You're the man now, dog. <laughs> David Chappelle gangster voice with a little <laughs> yeah. brogue in it. But yeah, he uh, he's. I was gonna say it's like normally when you know children have an extremely traumatic experience, it shuts down their emotions. She seems to be too emotional, which if I, I can agree. gather anything from this show, it's that emotions are bad for cyborg spies. Well, one really wouldn't expect the cyborg to have them, but then one re- wouldn't really expect them to recruit their ultimate cyborg secret agents from like slavery training camps. Yeah. Uh, like, all I don't female really understand orphanages. that orphanage she was put into. It's like the orphanage where they train you to be a servant of a rich person. That's usually what orphanages reward. really used to be. She was like, oh, man, this life is so much better than the Soviet bloc. We get a slice of cake once a month. I was like, I would kill myself. <laughs> I wouldn't last a day. Well, I would last one day because that would be the day they gave us the cake. And then the second day I'd be like, where's the cake? And they'd be like. It's not for another like, more 30 days. days. And I, my wrists would already be slit. <laughs> <laughs> they just like look back at me and I'd be like, what? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Daddy's going to get beat by the police. Yeah. Well, I was like, damn, what kind of life do you have that one piece of cake every 30 days is good? <laughs> I feel sorry for you. And then you have freedom. to become a cyborg and work for the man. This isn't freedom. 
And then you have to kill the guy that maybe saved your life, but it's more complicated than that. Yeah. He was a spy, too. He was a double-double agent. Double-triple-double. Yeah. He was no double Gomez, though. <laughs> that is what I the I miss sh- that guy. I miss him, too. That was a golden moment. I, I was God. waiting for Gomez, this. Gomez, Gomez. They didn't even have, like, they didn't have, like, the egghead guy who was, like. Yeah, yeah, the Gogo 13 guy who yeah. was, like, the sniper. I the, mean, they really lacked. There wasn't enough. Uh, yeah, the beginning ones goofy were way characters. more ridiculous. And way better for it. I mean, I still kind of like the show. I mean, I like I like what this guy does, and then sort of his legacy still holds out to be pretty good. Yeah. Like, I like Kikider, and I like Cyborg 009, and I like this, and I like the reimaginings of these properties. I'd be curious to see, I don't know if Cyborg 009's manga ever even finished printing, so I doubt there's much of a chance for this one to have even come out at all, but I'd be curious to see what it's like. Because I'm willing to bet that this version is dumbed down, much like how GoGo13 is dumbed down, as hard as that is to believe. <laughs> like, GoGo13 is so powerful that the censored version is still incredibly offensive. <laughs> like, that's just how raunchy it is. I believe it. It's like, it, only with GoGo13 could there be a movie where. He has sex with a woman and then kills her the next day. With cause, admittedly. (laughs) It's not like he was just doing it for fun. But only could there be a movie like that and have that be considered the censored version of the tale. Yes, it's true. I mean, they did say about Cyborg 0091 that this was his his more sort of mature-oriented story. That he wrote this one, I guess, in a way, like, try to exercise some of his demons. So that, I don't like, know, a lot of people, uh, Tezuka did some crazy crap, or so I'm told. I listened to the Anime World Order. They talk about how he did, like, weird porno in the 60s. Oh, goodness. But it's not like, it's like avant-garde porno. <laughs> it's like postmodern. There's like, it's just like shapes. <laughs> you have to interpret the porn. <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I've never actually seen it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, all things considered, I'll stick with zero zero nine. Let's just the one. Let's leave that on the table. I like, I, I can dig the boobs, and she's got the short hair, and maybe. See, the only problem is you can never have sex facing each other, because I don't know how those things work. Just put some tape on them. All right, we're good, probably. <laughs> how do you even load them? Yeah, I don't know. What if it's made from? What if they're like? made from her body like it, she eats like a hamburger she's like and then something is convert yeah maybe metal maybe it doesn't even need to be metal maybe they're not even metal maybe this is just into like the milk ducks shooting milk i don't know how these things work i'm not a scientist Though apparently it's not a very hard gig to get, according to this show. Yeah. Well, nothing is really hard. You, basically, you can be an orphan, at, orphan, and that's training for Super Spidem. Yeah. And three days later, you're fighting Electric Panthers. <laughs> that she, But she has never had to fight one of those in the show. So if, maybe they were just doing it like crazy uh, overkill when they were training her. 
They're like, if she can beat a panther that shoots electricity. See, the problem that doesn't like, really prepare you for a guy with a gun. It's like, all right. No. It's like you can yeah. confuse okay. a panther with like He's going to try and get really close to me, and then he's going to try and bite me around the arm and then shock me. <laughs> shoots her. Oh. That, that was a mistake. Damn. All right. Do over. Oh, wait. I'm dead. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, I feel we've progressed so far into this show that it almost seems wasteful not to watch the end because I think it's only twelve or thirteen episodes, so there's only a few more left, and then we could actually have the distinction of finishing a show. Besides Bubblegum Crisis, well, Bubblegum Crisis is only eight episodes, and we did it over the course of like two years. That's all right. That's Bubblegum Crisis was a special case. It needed to be yeah. handled. Handled well. It know. deserved it with the utmost care. Man, I was listening to the Streets of Fire soundtrack today, and that made me think about the Bubblegum Crisis soundtrack. Then I started listening to the Bubblegum Crisis soundtrack. It was a pretty awesome day. Sounds good. Yeah. I guess. Until next time, fellas. Um, so the holiday season is pretty much over. Re-video games. Yeah. So I think uh, next week is going to be interesting. Why? We can, uh, we're going to have to figure out something. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, there's still stuff out there. We really haven't... I've never played Prince of Persia. I haven't played Mirror's Edge. I played Mirror's Edge. Oh, yeah? I actually totally forgot to mention it. It's okay. Well, let's talk about it later, all right? You got it, dude. All right. All right. I'm stopping. Me too. highways.